What's up, NFL fans? You know, the season is starting to heat up. Big plays, even bigger wins. This video is being sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official partner of the NFL. And I'm here to tell you, we got an exciting offer for you. New customers, you can bet just $5. You get 200 in bonus bets just like that. And DraftKings customers, you can also get skin in the game with the same game parlays. You can combine multiple bets from the same game for a shot at an even bigger payout. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers, use my promo code, The Last Stand. Bet just $5 on any wager, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Use the promo code, Last Stand, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's The Last Stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer. And joining me today is a guy who is probably the hottest player in the NFL right about now. Former NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, especially two seasons ago. Two-time Pro Bowler. um, And a big boxing fan, by the way. And he is right now the leader of America's team. He is Micah Parsons here on The Last Stand. Micah is Brian. Welcome to The Last Stand. Uh, thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you. Listen, man, your team is hot as fish grease right about now. Uh, obviously, defensively, playing really well. I know the numbers may say something different, but I want to hear from you. Do you believe the Dallas Cowboys right now have the best defense in the NFL? Yeah, I do. Confidently, uh, full-heartedly, um, best DBs, best defensive linemen, best uh, linebacker core in the NFL. Is this the new Dallas Doomsday that we're seeing? Yeah, this is new generation X. You know, uh, old school is cool, but I think we got a chance to beat them out. <laughs> uh, I think it is phenomenal when you look at what your career has done. Your rookie year, if I'm not mistaken, 13 sacks. You follow that up with 13 and a half sacks the following year. I, I got to ask you, you had a couple of sacks just a couple uh, last week. How many sacks? What's the goal that Micah Parson has for this upcoming season? I'm going for the record. You know, simple as that. I, I want the record. You know, I, I ain't going for nothing less than the record. That's what I want. That's where I want to be. Um, so the standards high, bars high. You, you know, I thought it was interesting, too, when you look at Vegas – Vegas and the NFL uh, power rankings, they say right now, San Francisco, KC, the top two teams to win the Super Bowl, followed by the Eagles, then the Cowboys. Your thoughts on that? You know, as it should be, you know, Cajun City, reigning champs, uh, Eagles, uh, reigning, you know, NFC Conference champions and the 49ers obviously was in that game. Uh, We earned that right to have the top odds, but, you know, it, it don't matter where you start. It matters where you finish, and uh, I think we're going to be the top dogs this year. Michael, what were you thinking when Nick Bosa signed that $170 million deal, $122 million guaranteed, and $34 million annually? You know, I was like, damn. Like, I can't even lie. Like, I, I don't think no one – I think everyone was a little bit surprised, um, especially it, it's dope that he beat out Aaron Donald's 30-plus a year. Um, and, and as he should, he was the defensive player of the year. So, you know, uh, him setting the bar for on the field, off the field, was truly amazing to see. Now, 
were you licking your chops even more considering you know you're up at basically at the end of the season you're like yeah okay if he gets that uh Micah should be really paid yeah you know uh you obviously think about uh where you want to be in the future and things like that but you know I was the type uh if someone sets the bar I gotta set it higher so you know, looking at his year and what he accomplished, you know, I feel like I got to beat his year out, and uh, then I could talk about, um, you know, future contracts and things later. Are are, are you expecting the, the the Dallas Cowboys to compensate you as the uh, highest paid defensive player in the league? You know, uh, just on the respect thing, I expect them to compensate me as you know what what they think I'm worth. They they really know what they have, and uh, truly best believe that I'm the best player in the world. And you know, I expect to be compensated as much, but, you know, that it's always a uh, difference how someone else views you. Mm. Your teammate, Drayvon Diggs, I want, you to, I want you to hear what he said. He said this, quote, talking about you, quote, he definitely should get quarterback money. He deserves it. He is a generational talent, end quote. Mm. And, you know, it's crazy because he's the same way. Um, when he got paid, I was the first person to congratulate him. I was in the office with him. Um, and, you know, things like that. So when we talk about brothers, that's like my brother, like, to the death, like, to the death of me. And, you know, I always tell him, you know, he's a, he's a little exotic. I was like, man, we could just chill, bro. Like, we don't got to do too much. Like, you know, because, you know, I'm homegrown, chill. But, you know, that's my brother for real. That's fantastic. What do you think about the comparisons? Because a lot have come your way and people have said, this guy is like Lawrence Taylor. Other people have said, this guy is like Derek Thomas. What do you think about those comparisons? Yeah, you know, uh, those are all good comparisons, but comparisons is deep for joy. I think people should just enjoy what I'm doing because um, in, my, in my beliefs, I don't think we ever seen someone like me before, someone who can cover with receivers. And, you know, I'm not talking about spot dropping, zone dropping, and, you know, getting an interception. I'm talking about uh, there's been times where I've been matched up on receivers, times I've been matched up on your best backs, and then I go and beat your best tackle. So I don't think there's been anyone in the league that's been – at this level before, and I and I think I, I just want people to uh, appreciate what I'm doing. Do you believe you're the best defensive player in the NFL right now? Yeah, I truly do believe I'm the best defensive player in, the, uh, player in the league right now. I don't think there's anybody doing what I'm doing or see what I'm saying, and the only person closest, uh, I would say, is Miles Garrett. Wow. Um, what was the locker room? And I've talked about in, in Dallas, like when the Cowboys made that trade for Trey Lance, and, and did you get a sense that – Dak Prescott uh, had there was a, a change in him at all when that deal was made. Uh, honestly, no. Um, Dak's always the same guy. Same guy's gonna keep it real, uh, calm and collective and together and be a leader of the team. Uh, it was really no shift. Uh, we just have a team where we're gonna welcome everybody in, no matter where you come from and who you are. Um, it, it didn't stir no pot, no trouble. Obviously, if you see we, the way we played these last couple of weeks. Um, we knew who we were before Trey Lance, and we know who we are after Trey Lance. Um, and, you know, it just brings more competition and better looks. His skill set uh, that he brings to the scout team is tremendous and a great look for us. What did you guys think? Because it seemed like a lot of the uh, pundits were saying, oh, this is Jerry Jones's way of saying, hey, look, if Dak has another one of those years where he's throwing turnovers, you know, we can go to another guy who has a, a remarkable skill set. Yeah, it's hard for me to say. I don't know technically what Jerry was thinking or what he did uh, or, or his mindset or, you know, the higher-ups was thinking of that trade. Um, but, you know, what Dak do and what them do, you know, that that's out of my hands and control. 
um, you know, I, I just try to take control and lead this defense. Mm. You know, um, what do you say, Micah, to those who say the Cowboys do this every year? They get hot. Uh, everyone talks about them, that they're the best team in the league. And then these guys cannot handle the success and they end up tanking in December and especially in the first round, second round of the playoffs. You know, it's a tough notch. And, you know, I, and it's sad to say I've been a part of it my first two years. But, uh, you know, I've I never been a loser in my life. I've never been a type of person who gave up, a type of person who was going to fold over. I've always been a winner. I know I'm a winner. Um, and when you got – and that's contagious. You know, the the energy, the positivity, the things that I put on my guys and what I help lead my team, uh, it's completely different. And I think, uh, you know, when you change the environment, you change the outcome. And uh, I think that we have a real good chance of changing the outcome this year. Yeah, and, and that that leads – begs the question, why will it be different than this season? Uh, just like I said, the, the positivity, the environment we're creating, the welcoming, the brotherhood, uh, everything – which it would, I wouldn't say was necessarily a Cowboys thing. You know, dating back to those guys, it was like a lot of individuals, a lot of great talents. It was a lot of guys who was like, he's a really good player, but can he play with everyone else and things like that. And there were so many egos on previous Cowboys versus this Cowboys team. I don't know if you see or see a difference, but there is no egos. There's everyone playing for one. There's everybody loving to see each other eat. Everyone's going to get paid. Everyone's knowing that, you know, there's one guy I'm on, and that's to get up that mountain and it's to touch that Super Bowl. Mm. How different is it, you know, because people were talking about even with Mike McCarthy and especially on the offensive side, him calling plays now, getting rid of Kellen Moore saying, hey, look, we were scoring all these points, but you know what? We're putting a lot on our defense, too, because we're scoring quickly. These guys are out there a lot now. You know what? Maybe we need to be more ground and pound and and, and rely on the defense as well and just be different, do things differently. Did you get a sense that even from Coach McCarthy's side of things, like, yo, I got to change things up, and look, if the pressure's on me, I'm doing it my way? Uh, I don't know if I necessarily thought I think Coach McCarthy, he has a system in mind. Uh, and it's exotic. It's his way, um, you know, and they burn heads. And especially when you got two different visions, how you want the program to win. Uh, scoring fast versus a guy who's like, man, we want to eat up some clock. We want to control the time of possession. We want guys to feel like they have to throw the ball and things like that to compensate and play the, make it compatible for the defense. Uh, and it just makes things a lot better. So what Mike McCarthy's doing right now is truly phenomenal. Is this the best Dallas Cowboys football team that you've been a part of? Yes, uh, and by far. Um, we added pieces where we needed to fill spots. We brought in Brandon Cooks. We brought in uh, posing minutes of Stephon Gilmore, uh, posing of the, one of the best CBs in the league, Trayvon Diggs. So, you know, you can't just throw it anywhere you want. Uh, we brought in uh, Leighton Van Der Esch back. You know, we got our safety trail back, the chemistry. We all played together, and they kept the core to core. And, you know, that's what's dope about this. They kept the core to core, and we just added people to that core. So, um, it's going it's to continue to look special as Listen, long as everyone stay healthy. Yeah. You know, we got the opportunity, uh, obviously, to meet, talk. When Errol Spence fought your Dennis Ugas, uh, you were even up there holding the belt uh, when they weighed in. Um, when did you fall in love with the sweet science? Uh, with what? When did you fall in love with boxing? Oh, um, I would say I really fell in love with boxing was that Ugas fight. Um, you know, that was my first – you know, professional boxing match I ever went to. And 
um, I'm all about the mindset and uh, I'm all about, you know, determination, the effort, like the grit, the just everything that's tenacity, the ferociousness. Like I used to watch love like Mike Tyson. Like I also love Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, one of my favorite fighters of all time. And I studied them and I watched all their clippings and uh, their mindsets of how they train and what would they, what would they do? And, uh, you know, when I saw it in person, it was like instant. I was like, wow, like this is crazy, you know? And I, I instantly fell in love with it uh, more than just over the phone and watching these guys. And that fight that day, that's when I, like, fell in love with Earl Spencer, you know, what he's done and where he's at in his career. Um, not just about, you know, what he's done, but who he is as a person and what he wants to be and, you know, how he thinks and things like that. I was like, man, this guy's for real. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals that support sunny and active days. Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with flavorful, nutritious, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. And you're going to save time, you're going to eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Listen, you're too busy with summer plans to cook, but you want to make sure you're eating well. With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store. Head to factormeals.com slash laststand50. And use the code LASTAN50, you get 50% off. 50% off. That's the code LASTAN50 at factormeals.com slash LASTAN50 to get 50% off. That's fantastic. Now, I know that you were at the fight when he took on Crawford for the undisputed mm-hmm. welterweight title. Were you surprised how Bud Crawford dominated that fight. Yeah, I was very surprised. I, w- I would have bet my whole everything on Earl. You know, uh, that's how much belief I have in him. And that's, and I still had that belief in him. So when I see the rematch, you know, I'm still rooting for Earl. Uh, I just think, you know, when it came to that moment of who was more prepared. And, you know, and, and that's the one thing I understand about the nature of violence. You know, violence is uh, forced upon one who is more prepared. Uh, and I just think Crawford may have been and showed that he was more prepared, he was more ready for that moment uh, than Earl. I don't think that, you know, the skill gap or what most people are saying is that much, like, bigger. But I think uh, Crawford went into that different space, and he showed that. And, you know, um, and and that happens to everyone. Mike Tyson, you know, he got caught and he got beat down uh, because that guy was more prepared. He went into that different space. When Muhammad Ali beat Joe Frazier, he said, "He, I'm gonna wear him out. I'm gonna take my beating." But he went into a different space and won that fight. So uh, when a person goes into that different space, and uh, you may not be prepared for it, uh, and when you see something different, it might surprise you. And I think Earl was a little surprised. And you know, when you surprise, it's hard to. And people think, "Oh, it's it's that easy to bounce back." But when you get shocked, bro, it's hard to come out that tunnel, man. And only the really, 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 really top five like 0.05 percent coming out of that tunnel and it's very rare so uh not everybody got brady moments you know so uh we can't look at that in the nature of sports it's not too often what do you think about spence not only initiating the rematch clause but obviously wanting to fight it now at 154 and i guess bud crawford's camp responded and said sure we can do it again but we're gonna do it at 147 you know i i think that's a that's a little weak i thought uh the spence his rematch showed what we saw in the fight, that this guy is raped from the south side. Um, 
and he wants to get it on. I, and one thing about that fight was no one's talking about. They talk about the beating. Spence could have went down after he got knocked, and everyone said, "Oh, Crawford could have won by just TKO knockout." And but Spence said, "Nah, man, I'm gonna keep fighting for my life. I'm gonna keep showing y'all. I'm gonna keep getting up. This guy can't break me. This guy, he may break everyone else, and they might quit or feel confused." But Spence was like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not get. I'm not gonna let this guy take this from me." And you know. That's something that people not realizing. Spence has the most heart in boxing. You see the Ryan Garcia. People say, Ryan's so soft because he didn't want to get up. He feared tank. Spence said, man, after that, I, come on. Like, you're going to have to keep doing this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep coming back. I'm gonna, and he was still pushing the tempo. You know, a lot of fighters run it backed up or just try to hold on. But Spence went out fighting, and I don't think that's talked about enough. And, you know, I think uh, Crawford should give him to him at 154. Hmm. You know? Especially because he said he wants to go up and fight Charlo. So why are you making exceptions? You know, you want to make exceptions when you want to go up. When, and then you say you want to fight Canelo. To me, if you about that life, you about that life. It don't matter what weight, what time, what, where we at. Hey, if you really want to get it on, let's get it on. I love it. Uh, speaking of that, listen, we got undisputed versus undisputed. Jamel Charlo, you just mentioned him, taking on Canelo. In your opinion, who wins that fight? Uh, it's going to be a close one, but it, I think it's all going to uh, matter how Charlo stand up. I think Charlo got the uh, better jab. I think he got a better better hook. Uh, I think Canelo's known for his power, but I don't think Canelo's ever uh, fought someone with the same amount of power, more power. Uh, with that knockout punch that Charlo got, and he has a little bit more reach, uh, I think it's going to be a little spooky, uh, especially because if we've seen the Bevo fight against Canelo, he struggled when someone had that reach and power on him. Um, not necessarily we think Charles gonna knock him out. Um, they're not. They're both not uh, the most technical sound boxers, I would say. But they both have that power, so it's gonna be interesting to see. But obviously, with Charlo from Dallas, I'm gonna take on Charlo over Canelo. But it's definitely gonna be a top fight. You, you know, you, you went into something when you were talking about the fight, and I loved how you described the fighters and their mentality. But it pertains to the football. Dak Prescott. I know in Dallas, and obviously nationally, even us on ESPN talked a lot about the interceptions and things about that nature and how he's going to correct that this year. What about maybe Dak in, in that locker room that we don't know um, this year uh, that he's going to do because you, you're with him every day and you see it? Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize how much adversity he overcame. You know, in, in life, Dak came over the most adversity we've seen, I mean, between his brother, his mom, and things like that and those and those touchy subjects he's always overcame and uh you know over overcame all of them and you know and everyone has a year where you know it may go down and especially him coming off the injury and trying to get back in the swing of things uh we can't always put down uh as black men because we don't always succeed at our highest moments you know and that's not what life's about and I think one thing about Dak, what I've seen from him is, even though he may not be as high as he picks others up, you know, and he constantly do that. So when you talk about belief in someone, I, I believe in all my brothers, man. Like, I'm not one to judge or, you know, everyone has his day, everyone has his year, um, and, and it shows more than others. And I think his light that he gets is more upon him because uh, people want to take away from him what he has and what he's shown, and uh, people want to bring him down. So, you know, there's power to that. And, you know, as long as he keep his faith with God, I, I don't think he'll ever break. Was, was there something you did this off season that you can say that's tangible that you said, see, and now 
here comes the benefits, the rewards of that, and you guys are seeing that play out every Sunday. Yeah, uh, one thing I would say that the uh, boxing conditioning was like, you know, something I did this offseason. I was like, man, like this heart racing, this tempo, this this upbeat, uh, this upbeat pace was definitely something. I was like, man, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting tired no more. Like, I feel like I could go on the distance and go forever. So, you know, that was something I did. I was like, man, this was dope. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, Michael, for everybody who comes on the show, we allow people to submit questions through social media. We got a number of them, but we're only going to just get to a few of them for you. Uh, first one from X here. This one from MC in the ring asks, your favorite current and past boxer? Uh, my favorite current boxer right now is Javante um, Tank. You know, it, it's him and Shakur for me. Um, that, that 135 class is just something that I, I just love to see. Um, and then my favorite former would have to be Mike Tyson, man. Um, you know, when you talk about mindset and going out there and say, I'm going to knock, knock him out, that's what I like to see. Like, you know, so that's probably why I like Tank the most because, you know, outboxing someone cool and it's like, dang, this guy good. But when you knock somebody out and that chin check, it, it, it's something beautiful to see. I'm with you. Okay, Ray asks uh, from X, uh, how do you feel about the Lawrence Taylor comparison? Uh, you know, I appreciate the LT comparison, um, but you know, it's a new day and age. They run a completely different offensive system, pro style systems, and stuff that they ran differently uh, than they did back in the day. But obviously, being compared to one of the greatest of ever is always a, a complete blessing. Stizo from X asks, and it's kind of what you just talked about. He said, I see you've been doing some boxing training. Are there any similarities between training for football uh, during the season and boxing? Uh, yeah, you know, one thing that I like is you got to learn how to fight under pressure. You know, uh, use your hands under pressure. How are people going to jab you? How are people going to punch you? And it translates to the field. I feel like it's helping my reaction, uh, seeing the hands better, seeing where they're coming from, the placement of my hands. Uh, have been night and day um, completely better. Okay, Michael Parsons, we come to the last segment of the of this show. We call it the last stand. I'm going to give you a series of questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Uh, yep. First thing that comes to your mind when I say the Philadelphia Eagles. LaShawn uh, Le McCoy. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, now he's from Harrisburg. Well, well, you know, I mean, everybody said that the, that team is the toast of the NFC, the toast of the division. Jalen Hurts is going to be just as good. Cowboys can't beat them. You say what? I say I see y'all in November. I like that. Uh, first thing that comes to your mind when I say San Francisco 49ers. Revenge. Mm. Uh, in your opinion. Who is the most important cowboy, Dak Prescott or Micah Parsons? Mm. See, I'm going to say me. <laughs> I like it. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Uh, in your opinion, biggest contract priority for the Cowboys this offseason, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons. Yeah, probably C.D. Lamb. Really? Yeah. Not Michael Parsons? Nah, man. Because, you know, I still got my fifth year. So if they don't get to me, I still got another year. I'm a first-round pick with C.D. coming off and, 
the year he's having already and the year he's going to have, I hope he get paid. How about that? Um, will you be the NFL Defensive Player of the Year this season? Yes. Hmm. Um, for years, we've been saying the Cowboys are Dak Prescott's team. Is it now the Cowboys' defense? Is that now when you talk about the identity of the Cowboys? Um, I don't. I don't necessarily like to say it's someone's team. I think it's a unity. That's when egos come in place. I don't think it's anyone's team um, or anything like that. I think it's all as one. Are we going to be one team? You know, that's that's what won Super Bowls, not just Brady, because Brady needed help from the defense. It, it don't matter about that. It's about can we be in unity and one. Love it. Um, this is an important one. Will the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year? Yes. <laughs> Are you tired of hearing about the Cowboys haven't won in like 26 years? Yeah, and i only been here for two, but just the dog and me, just I, that, I need that. I need that. I got to pick up. Uh, we don't have a nickname yet. C can we come up with a nickname for Michael Parsons? Yeah. <laughs> Some people call me the water boy. Some people call me. Um, the water boy? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I got I had that since I was a kid. <laughs> That's hilarious. What else we got? Uh, they call me Stick City, uh, Sticks, Sachi, I don't know. I like the lion type thing that you got going on. Yeah, the lion. Yeah, I, the lion too. I, I like that. I like that. Is there is there one that you you think this one ought to stick for me? Hmm. Probably the lion. The lion, yeah. I like that. Yeah, we, we got to do something with that, Micah, because you, yo, you king of the jungle right now when we talk about the defense. Now, you know people be watching this thing. What do you want them finally to know about the Dallas Cowboys uh, this season that's different from the season's past? Uh, I want you to know that we're putting our all into it, you know, and uh, the way, what we want to sacrifice and do for the fans and the Jones and the Cowboys organization is above and beyond. I hope you all ready for a great year. Oh, I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, one of the reasons why is this guy right there, Michael Parsons, uh, probably the best defensive player right now in the NFL. Uh, that's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport, and it doesn't get any bigger than number 11 of the Dallas Cowboys. Mike, I appreciate you, my brother. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.